Big thank you to everyone who bought the All Time Podcast t-shirt. We're out of all sizes except for large. Yes, sir. If you wear a size large and want a t-shirt, you got... You got. You don't have a lot of time left. DM us. Yes. Yeah, message us. Send us a message uh, for everyone who bought sizes that we didn't have available. They should be ready soon. Yeah, they should be ready uh, by uh, September 5th. You're promising that? <laughs> well, I'm hoping that, but they, they're going to be ready. Yeah, we're going to find out. Uh, we're going to try and get you guys some more info because it was really nice you guys to buy the merch. Thank you so much. Big shout out from us. Big shout out to all of you. We got great feedback on last week's episode, which is really cool. Yeah, we're, we're happy to be back. Yeah, it feels good. Long episode, but uh, much needed. People said that uh, their favorite thing was hearing you talk about things that weren't hip-hop. Yeah, and I'm excited to go through uh, the upcoming episodes and talk about different things. We have cool things scheduled. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Should we get started? Nas is like, Nas is like, Nas is like, Nas is like... I think I have a lisp. Well, I know I have a lisp because I, I know this since I've been listening to our older episodes and the newer episodes. Do I have a lisp? No. No? No. Okay. Makes me feel weird when I record. So we're back. We are. Another episode, another day. How do you feel? I like asking you how you feel. I feel good, man. The episode did well last week. People were participating. Thanks for asking about me. I'm in tip-top shape. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go. I've been I've been dying to pod, dying to podcast. Is that a is that a is that what we call it? Yeah, we call it podding, podcasting, <laughs> something like that. It just I feel great. I I'm I've never been more excited to be back and doing this and just you know giving product out to the fans, people giving feedback. You know, just it's been really amazing. I think without doing this with you, yeah, I'd be miserable. And feeling like shit every day. This is just, this is like the, the cherry on top. It ends the week well. It ends the week well. well. Yeah. We get to talk about what we love. It's just, it's fun. I feel great. Yeah, no, it is a lot of fun. Uh, last week uh, on Friday when the album, when the, the episode came out, we spoke about some albums. Yeah. What did you think? We did, that, there was a new Bright Eyes album that came out. Yeah, did you listen to it? I did listen to it. And I found out that the whole album has drums by a guy called John Theodore, who was the original drummer for the Mars Volta and recently in Queens of the Stone Age, she probably still is. Okay. And Flea plays bass on the whole album. The new album. The new Bright Eyes You must album. have been fucking excited. I was excited. I'm not a Bright Eyes fan. It's I'm one like, guy, right? It's that one guy it's that's Connor depressed. Oberst, uh, I forget the other guy's names, but one of their members, the, the keyboard player, I think his name was Nate. Okay. I forget his last name. I just remember Bright Eyes being super depressed. Super depressing it's the, music. It's music, yeah. Okay. Has he changed style? Gone more indie? No, it's the same thing. Okay. It's, it's, it's his usual. Nate Walcott was the, is the keyboard player. He played... He plays in... On the last Chili Pepper album, The Getaway. And toured with them. Really? So I guess that's the connection they have. So it's a good Bright Eyes album. It's a good Bright Eyes album. 
Um, to all the listeners, I had no idea Briars was still making music. That's good. I never knew you were a fan. I'm not a big fan. No? I'm not a big fan. If I were to get into them, it would be new. But I also heard the fucking Killers album. The new Killers the, album? I don't like the Killers and it was fucking good. Wait a minute. I'm stopping you right there. You don't like the Killers. I don't like the Killers. That's a problem for no, me. Well, okay. Killers is great. Hot Fuss was amazing. Samstown was good. What's the other one after that? I don't even know. Day but, and Age? Yeah, I think the it was that cover? one. That was good. That was all right. To all the listeners out there, if you don't know me, or you do know me, I'm a huge Killers fan. I actually went to see the Killers on their first tour really? for Hot Fuss. Really? Yes. Huh. I got into the Killers because of my cousin Mark, who showed me the Killers. It was kind of the same time that he was showing me like the Strokes, yeah, uh, Hot Hot Heat, like Hot Hot Heat were cool. Yeah, like all those bands, and fuck, I really like the Killers. Well, their new album's really good. The okay. songs with. The reason I checked it out is because they did a song or two, a song for sure, maybe two, with uh, the guitar player for The War on Drugs, who I like a lot. Yep. But the whole album just sounds like that. It's like 80s power pop sounding. Really? Yeah, it's cool. It was good. I'm going to check it out because I like The Killers a lot, and I think they're really good. They're a really good rock band. They are. Before we talk about the next album that we listened to last week, what's coming out today? Uh, Today, what is coming out? I got Angel Olsen, Whole New Mess. Okay. A quarantine album. My Morning Jacket, The Waterfall Part 2, second album this year. The Waterfall came out earlier this year. Disclosure, Energy. You like Disclosure? I don't like Disclosure. I like their first album. With the kids on it, with the eyes. Yeah, I don't know if they could bounce back because their okay. second album didn't do well. It was very boring. You, anything? Uh, there's a new Flea Lord uh, for like the sixth time this year. Mm. Always love his projects. Uh <sighs> I might be wrong, but there's a new Big Sean either this week or next week or sometime in September. Uh, there's a song dropping. I don't know. It could be one of those things. Okay. Uh, but besides that, there is nothing uh, really until I wake up tomorrow and say, oh, shit, this is coming out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's another album that came out last week. Yeah. That I was excited for. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect from it. We never know what to expect from him. We'd never know what to expect from this guy. But I was excited mm-hmm. because it was produced fully by Hit Boy. Was it? Yeah, fully produced by Hit Boy. Okay. Yeah, Hit Boy produced the whole thing, which is, I found it very weird to think or to like dig into an album by Nas produced by Hit Boy. We're talking about Nas. We're talking about yeah. Nas. Uh, I. I thought he was going to have maybe a couple of songs produced, but it's fully produced by him. Because two years ago, apparently Nas was supposed to come out with an album produced by Pete Roth, DJ Premier, Swiss Beats, the big hip-hop producers. Yeah. So he came out with this. Whatever, it's fine. I dug into it, but we won't get into it right now. So we're dedicating this whole episode to Nas. We're going to talk about his whole career. Yeah. If you're not a Nas fan, we've got some good discussion Yes. Maybe you will be at the end of it. Yes. Um, when we did our first season, yeah. Okay. I want to ask you this question before we start. When we did our first season, um, the 100 best hip hop albums of all time. In the first episode, we spoke about Illmatic. Yeah. We were new to doing podcasting. We were awkward. We said a bit about it. We said that he doesn't have another album on our top 100. Did that change for you or not? 
Uh, yes. Well, okay. Uh, Top 100 I, hip-hop albums of all time. There are two Nas albums, in your opinion. Yeah, I think we could add one more to it. Okay. I don't know what we would take out, but mm. I think when I gave you my list, there was another one on it. It could be. Yeah. I don't... I don't remember. Okay. But okay, I want to know... But we'll discuss. Yeah. Uh, this is long awaited for us to discuss Nas. Because I think in the first season, we kind of not hated on Nas, but kind of just said, you know what? Nas is Nas. We have a strong opinion on him because yeah. of how everyone who likes hip hop is supposed to like Nas. But I feel like I don't have the content to fully maybe appreciate Nas. Maybe that changed. We'll find out. Every top five that people give out, Nas is there. Yeah. Always. When they talk about the Mount Rushmore of hip hop, Nas is there. We're going to touch on that too. Yeah. I have, I have stuff to say on that, but. But this is, it's very much needed for us to do this. We got a lot of feedback from people saying you guys are hating on Nas. Yeah. And all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you dig into albums and all week since last Friday, That's I've been did, yeah. just listening to Nas. Yeah. Every day. Aside those couple of new releases I mentioned, yeah. it was Nas. Like it was Nas every day, yeah. uh, three, four albums a day. Uh, I've had conversations with Kenny about Nas. Uh, he gave me his opinion uh, that I'll share later on also. Mm -hmm. But like we need to go through his catalog. Uh, it's, it's like paying homage, showing him some respect, but also making the people understand yeah. his catalog. Yeah. And why we, to me, I don't find him top five, top 10. Okay, so there's only one place to start, right? We're going to start back with Elmatic. We listened to this album. Wait, first, actually, we said we would do this. How did you get into Nas? I got into Nas in high school. Yeah. The first time I heard Nas, because I'm 31 years old. You're 30 years old. Again, in 94, I was five years old. My parents didn't show me Nas. I was listening to the Backstreet Boys. So I got into Nas later on, I would say grade five, grade six. I can't remember which song. I can't remember which album. But I remember somebody doing a project on a song from Nas. Okay. That attracted me to Nas. And I remember seeing so much of his videos. It could have been... It could have been for Stillmatic or it could have been for Godson. No. Not if you were in grade five. So then it was probably grade six, secondary one. Yeah. Around that time, for sure. Makes sense. For sure. And if people look at me and say, wow, you didn't get into him from the beginning. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. I wasn't I mean, look, of uh, age. No, that's not the point of this. When did you get into Nas? Nas for me... It was uh, my first, I think, exposure to Nas was the Jay-Z beef, of course, being a Jay-Z fan. I didn't hate him because I was a Jay-Z fan. I just didn't get more into the music. In high school, a teacher showed us I Can. We had to do a, a school project on a song with powerful lyrics. So the hmm. teacher chose I Can. And then we chose other, like other, uh, we chose our own songs after. Um, it could have been the same for me to be honest with you maybe it might have been I can but from there what happened was my first 
dive into hip hop happened after high school for me. Yeah. Besides the outcasts, uh, De La Soul, Kanye, those were my, and Jay-Z, those were like kind of before. But after high school, when I went deeper into hip hop, Sean and I would, uh, we'd, we'd work at a summer camp and then we'd cash in our paychecks and go over to the record store and spend, spend it all. So those were the times where I was buying the Elmatics, the Was Written's, the Godsons, the Stillmatics. And those were the first albums I bought. But that summer that we were working together, Untitled came out. There was a lot of noise around it because you had the fight with Bill O'Reilly, the Fox News thing. The cover of the album. The cover of the album, the name of the album. Walmart didn't want to sell it because of what he wanted to call it. So it, it it was very... It was a big deal that summer. Yeah. So that was the first album I got. I bought on day one, but a little prior, the summer and the rest of the year prior was catching up. You want to know what the first Nas album I owned? What? I Am. Surprised you bought more. <laughs> that was the first. I was actually given that by somebody I worked with at HMV. Given to me. Fully scratched. Yeah. But that was the first Nas album I owned. And I remember listening to Hate Me Now and being like, yeah. oh, fuck, this is good. But anyways. That's one of the ones I remember buying with yeah. uh, Nostradamus. Just an FYI to everybody that thinks I'm a Nas hater. I liked, and you could, you know, say something. I was a huge Nas fan and picked him in the beef over Jay-Z and stopped listening to Jay-Z for a while. But you purposely didn't like Jay-Z. Yeah. Like Lil Wayne, like Kanye. Yeah. Because yeah. of the, the commercial success. Right. But we'll, we'll dig deeper into that when we get to the albums. So let's, so let's start off with Illmatic. Yeah. Okay? Illmatic, 1994. Yeah. Sound. Lyrics. Nobody knows who Nas is unless they listen to Main Source. Mm-hmm. But the streets were buzzing because there was this guy named Nas from Queensbridge being produced by Pete Rock, DJ Premier. It's very important to point out that main source Breaking Adams yes. was not an album. Like it took a couple years. Yes. Because main source came out in 91. Breaking Adams came out in 91. Nas's first album came out in 94. So three years of people waiting, people getting freestyles, people getting... Mixtapes. Right. Stretch and Bobito freestyle. That's it. All that stuff. What you could hear on the 20th anniversary of uh, Illmatic. Mm -hmm. So Illmatic. Yeah. This is considered to be the number one hip-hop album of all time. Yeah. Do you agree? I want to start off by asking you that question. Um, And we're talking about, like we did in the last episode. Classic album, yes. Classic album, yes. yes. You can't deny it. It's not the number one for me. It's not my number one. And we, and we both know it's not the number one for me. But does it deserve to be a number one? With everybody giving their opinion, the structure of the album, the way the album was put out, the producers on the album, the lyrics on the album, the delivery on the album, what it did for hip-hop in 94, storytelling. Should it be the number one hip-hop album of all time? Or kind of, it's it's one guy. It's not a group album. 
There's, no, but he got various producers who worked with different groups who knew how to adapt to somebody's sound. So he got the biggest backup. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna say no at that time. I'll say no. You'll say no. Yeah. I'm gonna say no as well. Okay. And we're not gonna say why and who we would put number one because it's irrelevant at this point. We're talking about Nas. I'm still curious to know who you would say because I know what my all time like. If somebody says, "What is the?" Hip hop album. Now, what is yours? What is the hip hop? The hip hop album. Yeah, go. Is the Chronic. Okay. You want to know what what I'm gonna say? Okay. I'm gonna say Thirty Six Chambers. Okay. Ninety three. Individuality. Individuality. Group. Never been yeah, yeah. done. Uh, just so many different MCs, and I like a lot of that different styles on the same album. Yeah. That you could pick and choose who you like more, whose style is different. That's why. Okay. But we're so, not doing... We're no, not, no, no, that's it. I just, you know I what was I mean? curious about us and people were going to be curious. So Illmatic is being backed up by DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Q-Tip, mm-hmm. LES, Large Professor. Yes. Featuring... Large by, Professor put him on the main source album. Exactly. So there's a lot of hype before this coming out and it lives up to what it is. Yeah. This, this album is incredible. Yeah. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top 15 for me, all time, 110%. Okay. You go back to this album and you're like, wow, this is incredible. Is it overrated? Uh, I wouldn't say overrated. I kind of find people always go back to this all the time. This is better than this. It's always better than so many other albums. It's better than a lot of albums. Yes. The way it's curated... It's basically he's giving you your life story. And Gabu said it the best. Mm-hmm. It's a New York album. You you feel New York when you're listening to this. Yeah. yeah. Just that was the, on our season. No, that, no, he said that to us. Yes. Probably, yeah. uh, but Nas is Illmatic. Just the album intro and going into New York State of Mind mm-hmm. has to be one of the top five best intros yeah. to an album. Absolutely. Just the beat. Yeah. And the way he kicks it in. Mm-hmm. Again, people were waiting for this. We weren't born. We were born. We weren't into it at that time. So the impact that this was, we have no idea. But we know about the impact because of the fact that there's a 10-year anniversary, 15-year anniversary, 20-year anniversary, 25-year anniversary. And not said it himself, I'm fucking done putting out anniversary albums for Illmatic. I have other success. I have other albums that should be looked into that should be classics, that should have anniversaries. Which is very interesting that you say that Nas says that. Because I find in doing this exercise and going through the catalog, he often reminds people of what he put out being Illmatic. So anyway, that's, I mean, to me, I know it gets annoying to re-release your album all the time, but don't be so upset when you spend your whole discography reminding us yeah. who you are. My opinion. Again, Elmatic did something different to the culture, did something different to people. Storytelling, again, yeah. just... It's one of the most important hip-hop albums of all time, that's for sure. Guaranteed. Oh, it's, in the, it, it's in the top five, easy, general. We need to understand the production value on that album. Mm-hmm. The producers were all-stars. The things they were doing, he was being backed up like crazy. Yep. 
because they knew what he was about, because they knew he had lyricism, poetry, yeah, all that stuff. And all these guys came from groups with elite MCs, Q-Tip being with Tribe. Yeah. Five Dog. Yeah. Guru. Well, no, no, but I'm saying Five, I mean, yeah. part of sure. Guru, Gangstar. DJ Premier, CL Smooth, Peter Rock. It's, it's crazy. Large Professor, Main Source. They didn't have much success after Breaking Adams, but... It's there. It's, it's, it's classic material. Yeah. So, of course, it's a stamp in hip-hop. Yeah. Do you think the album would have done as good, would have been considered a classic or number one if he didn't have those producers? We don't know because he has them. I think the production, I mean, the production makes the album. The beat selection is... Incredible. Yeah. Tip top, 10 on 10. Yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on Elmatic because we all we know, know, what, we know what that is. Now, you saw what Elmatic did. Yeah. And people were talking about it 94, 95, and 96. Yeah. He came out with a sophomore album. It was written. Yes. Now, we know the way it is in music. When you come out with your first album, that incredible. That, the reviews were out of control. Five mics. The bar was set high. The bar was set high. Now you're coming yeah, out yeah. with your sophomore album in 1996. It was written. Written. It's hard to, it's gonna, it was going to be, no matter what, very difficult to top. Yeah. Because of the production. And your number one, it was written, comes out, people were waiting for it. First of all, your track list is way longer than Illmatic. Mm -hmm. So right off the bat, you're just like, okay. More Nas. I'm excited. You had almost double, right? Right. There's 10 tracks and an intro on Elmatic, so nine songs. And an outro. You had is, there an is there an outro? No, it's a track. It's okay. a song. But it's nine. This this album has 16 tracks. It was written. Much more content. Much it was written, yeah. Much more content. Nas's second album. Let's go. Um, Like we said, you got to cut him some slack on it because you put out Illmatic, your first album. Yeah. It's loved by the fans. It's a, it's a, it's below, like it's a hip hop head album. Yeah. Because Nas is for hip hop heads. Nas stuck to his guns with this album, and I remember telling you this was one of my favorite Nas albums, right okay. off the bat. I think it's, uh, I think it's very good at best. Okay. I don't think it exceeds. It certainly doesn't exceed expectations. No. But he did something to this album where. He stuck to Nas. He stuck to that Nas sound where he didn't go commercial. Okay. Number one. He, he did go a bit commercial. I would say maybe one song. Well, the, the end track. the world. But it's still a great track. Yes. I was going to say the first half of the album is corny. Really? Yeah. I think, I think, I think he did amazing with the, the way he started the album. Uh, his intro, the first few tracks, uh, where he's in the point of view of a gun. Yeah. I think that was cool. The first half of the album is accessible. Okay. That's what I think he tried on It Was Written on the first half, was trying to expand his audience. I find the second half is where this album shines. Okay. The and first half is good. The second half is great. And, and and that starts out what song? I would say really right in the middle, track eight. Okay. The one that, I think that's the track with the firm on it. Yeah. He has AZ on it and he has a, Affirmative action? Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. That's where it starts to get good for me. He had good production on this as well. Okay. DJ Premier on a couple of tracks. Yeah. LES. Uh, one thing about DJ Premier producing on this album. Go for it. The first thing he does, I think I forget on which track. No, never mind. Wrong album. Wrong album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Uh, this album had, the f- I think, the first time. Because mm-hmm. there was a Dr. Dre featuring on this album. Okay. Okay. This is the first time after the Tupac Biggie beef mm-hmm. that somebody from the East Coast collaborates with the West Coast. Okay. I might be wrong. Don't kill me for it. That Which, is, where does he feature? He features on the song, if I'm not mistaken. Let's let's double check this real quick. Nas is coming. Produced by Dr. Produced Dre. Produced by, yeah, yeah, yeah. And featuring Dr. Dre. Where they say on the song, fuck the beef. But Nas he, was always about fuck that beef. Yes. But he does... There is still a, sh- a couple of shots at Tupac on this album because okay. of the tu- because they had beef. They squashed it quickly after, yeah. but he does give shots to Tupac on this. But that's kind of one of the first time you hear East Coast, West Coast on the same track while there was a huge beef. 96 was deep in the Tupac, Biggie beef. You yeah. East Coast rappers couldn't go to the West Coast, all that bullshit, Dog yeah. Pound versus this, all the beef with Mob Deep, Capone and Noriega. So it was, it was big to hear... Dr. Drain, he was coming off of being signed to death row and wanting to do his own thing. Yeah. So he wanted to collaborate with West, uh, East Coast MCs. Something else on this album that I really like is Nas kept it Queensbridge. Nas kept it street hip hop. He didn't step out of he didn't step out of that box. He kept it for the people like he did with Illmatic, the Mob Deep. The Havoc production, all that stuff. He kept all that stuff. He kept it for the people that wanted to hear that authentic hip-hop and not go commercial like other rappers were going commercial. Yeah. He still had to compete with Biggie. Yeah, he did. He you did. Know, like, Biggie was coming off of Ready to Die 94. We didn't know where Biggie was going with different albums. Like, he had to compete with Wu-Tang. Like... These were the prime of those rappers. Wu-Tang was coming out with Raekwon albums, Jizza albums, Method Man albums, Ghostface album. All these guys, he had to compete with New York hip-hop. New York, New York hip-hop was on the map in 96. Yeah. He had to compete with all this, and he kept it to that style. And to me, why I love this album is he has those featurings. He has the right featurings on it. He has Lauren Hill. You know, he didn't really do, he wasn't trying to do anything. And you say corny before, but he wasn't trying to do anything he shouldn't have been doing. Okay, that's fair. And the featurings are stellar on this. The featurings are good. The beats as well. Yeah. And it's kind of, we're, we're stemming into the, you know, it might be one of the last times that Nas is really digging into those beats and picking the right beats for him. Arguably, yes. What I find is weak on this album is he attempts to make a hook. His choruses are trying to, he's trying to get catchy. Yeah. He's trying to make something memorable. Yep. It was written to me is a sophomore slump in a way following Illmatic. I don't think it, I don't think, like I said, I don't blame him because I know what, what 
you what he was up against mm-hmm. in Illmatic in his in the other MCs that were putting out music around this time. To me, it was written is a is a very good album at best. Like I said, I stand by that. What do you give it on ten? Seven. Seven on ten. Seven on ten. Okay. My score on this is an eight. Okay. Is an eight. That's fine. I, I, we've, we've Most spo- people it would be. We've spoken about this in the past. Yeah. And I used to tell you it was written as one of my, is might have been my Nas's favorite album. Okay. That's fine, man. Yeah, you did say that. I know that. And this is coming off featurings. He did a lot of featurings. Mm-hmm. Before this came out, he was on a lot of featurings. Mob Deep featurings, Raekwon yeah. featuring. He was like all over the place with featurings. And he kept it to that, I don't want to say gutter street, but he kept it authentic yeah he kept hip-hop. doing okay you find he kept doing what he was doing exactly we didn't give a score for Illmatic because we could agree that it's his best album yes it's a nine it's a ten it's whatever right? yeah okay. for sure next comes i am i am uh actually in between there was a firm album the firm album that did horse manure that was weighted long because of the az the foxy brown yeah. the nature people were waiting for this and it was supposed to be fully not fully, I'm, I'm, I'm going overboard, but mostly produced by Dr. Dre. Okay. So then comes I Am. Then comes I Am. We're not going to rate the Firm album. We're not going to rate the Firm album, but 96, 97, Firm album, now 99. Mm. That's three years after it was written. And what's the first thing you, that happens when you put on this album? Something that nobody should have done, he ever. reminded you of Illmatic. Yep. Intro that cuts all the songs from Illmatic, all the hits. Yep. Even the hits from It Was Written. You, you, on your third album? It's desperate. You can't do that. It's desperate. Now, before we continue that conversation, 1999, yeah. Jay-Z came out with a lot of albums. Yeah. Biggie had his second album. Wu-Tang was, yeah. there was albums coming out of everywhere. This to me, what, what, what that intro did... And don't forget, New York's State of Mind Part 2. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's the intro, you chop up everything. Then the second song, you're trying to redo a Part 2. Mm-hmm. Very desperate. Very, very desperate. Made no, it, it didn't make sense to me. It's not, a, it's not a great way of starting an album or a good way of starting an album. Shit like that is why you get destroyed in TakeOver. Yep. <laughs> Those, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very, very desperate move. I keep saying that. He was irrelevant already at I Am. Yep. I think people started to sleep on Nas mm-hmm. right after that Firm album. Yeah. Because there was so much high hopes for that Firm album, and it took him so long to come out. Three years yeah. back in those days yeah. is long. And the thing is also, like we said, Illmatic classic. It was written. Very good. You say very good. Okay, I say very good, yeah. Seven is very good. Yeah. A botched group album and a botched fucking third album. People are waiting. And they want something. Yeah. He had a song with Diddy. Hate Me Now, which is... He went off on that song. Crazy. But that was the single and that's the highlight. Yeah. And that's where it ends. And, and, and if you look at the track list, that's a long fucking track list. That's the thing, man. Nas albums, we'll get back to that, but... It's so, it drags, man. This album, already the intro sucks. 
The second song is a is a callback to your biggest hit. Hit me now. Great. Hit me now. And then it's just downhill. And and on this album you have production by DJ Premier. Yeah. LES again. But yeah. now you're working with Trackmasters. Timbaland. Yeah. Dame, Guys who were relevant at the time. Dame Grease. Yeah. But you're picking the worst beats. Yeah. For your album. Dude, you have not come out in three years. There's guys that are dropping every year. Yeah. And again, we're going to go back to Jay-Z. And I know he's going to come back up. Mm. The guy is dropping albums, 96, 97, 98, 99. Yeah. And you're coming out with this. Number one, you're trying too hard with what you're doing on this album. Yeah. Your beat selection is horrible. It's weak. Okay. Your pop shit, your fucking, your hooks. You can't write a hook. It. You drop can't it. write a hook. It's you have. You're trying to go more commercial-ish, mm. but try still keeping it street on a level, authentic hip hop like you were doing when it was written. But you're coming out with these songs for the you know women. What he was trying to do. He was trying to do the bad boy stuff. Yes. After they did it. Yes. He was trying to show that this was still what people wanted, and it wasn't. You're coming out with albums for the, for women, Doctor Knockboot. You can't say that though. Like I mean, but he was he didn't do that on his other albums. He was trying to get a he was trying to get a single out of it. Yeah, but Knock Doctor Knockboot. Yeah. And kissing. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck K I S S I N G. Fuck that. Fuck that. Towards the end of your album, you're making an album that's already dragging. And you're putting shit songs on it. Yeah, fuck. But that. again, he was trying to make. Again, it's fine. Because mm-hmm. all hip-hop albums have songs like that, but you you don't know how to do that. You're not in that lane. You you should not be doing songs like that. It's very weak. So... But before you say so... Yeah. He's had Aaliyah on the album. He had a featuring by Scarface from Those the South. Those were good songs. Those were good songs. The first half isn't terrible. It drops off after that again. Yeah. Like... You have DMX because you know in 1999, DMX is fucking killing everybody in but his way. Can we way. be honest how bad that song is? Yes. That was a bad song. What do you give this album on then? Five. You can't spend too much time on this album. No, but it's a 5.5, 6 at best. Whoa. Whoa. What, you, what, what, what the fuck are you giving it? Five. <laughs> well, 5.5 or 6s. I'm surprised you went with the point fives, But no, I mean... Because there is songs that hate me now. Half is good. I'll and say Nas half is, is like, good. Five on ten is half is good. I could take half the songs and do something good. With and there's it. something we need to really bring out. He was supposed to drop a yeah. double album. Yes. Okay, it was supposed to be I Am, Nostradamus, mm. double album. You want to talk about that one? Before we get into that one. But number one, first of all, I'm going to say this on Nostradamus, so I'm not going to say it now. But first of all, your songs got leaked. Yeah. MP3 versions of. So you have to re-go in and do your album. There's a bunch of songs that were leaked that are still on this album mm-hmm. and on Nostradamus. Yeah. But you're going back in and you're... What I think he did was he made about 50 songs. Mm-hmm, just fucking... And he just threw things them. in there because a lot of these songs are tossins. Oh, yeah, it's filler. These two albums, the next album is Nostradamus. If I Am didn't have filler, man. Nostradamus is a full filler album. So Nostradamus, yeah. 1999. 
Nostradamus, I don't, I really don't want to spend time on it because I have nothing to say. But remember how you said, like, we were discussing this on and off because we wanted to leave most of our talking for the episode. Yeah. But how he just picked the worst beats from great artists. Yep. The Havoc beat on Shoot Him Up. When you look at the track list and you look at the production and you're like, okay. <laughs> it makes your producers look bad. It, this album makes your producers look really, really bad. And a lot of these are throwaways. Again, You're, yeah. It, it's, you, somebody can't come to me and say, Nas, you made a great album. Nas, you made a very good album. Nostradamus, 1999, mm -hmm. to me, is something I would, I would just say, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, it's a B-side. So now you have Illmatic... One of the greatest yep. hip-hop albums of all time. It was written a very good sophomore album. Yep. But not... There's something I'm going to bring up later in the episode that's going to maybe make you rethink about Illmatic. You have Timbaland production on Nostradamus. Yeah. Timbaland production. Yeah. What beat are you picking from Timbaland? But that's the thing. No, so I'm going back to the beginning and saying Illmatic was a classic. It was written was a very good sophomore. Your group album, botched. Your third album, botched. Your fourth album botched harder than the third. This is coming from a guy that people consider number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, your top. It's your top. So take this now and ask me why Nas is not top five for me. And I couldn't agree with you more. Because I know you could I know you could write a rhyme. His his writing skills, his poetry, the way he raps. I'm not going to ever take that away from this guy. Right. But you're talking about, you're in the 1999. You're going into 2000. And you did nothing. You have 94. one classic, one very good album. You can't, people can't tell me, these albums are great. People can't tell me that. I can't, I, you can't, if this guy just came out with these four albums, let's say we're in 2000 right now, me and you and a bunch of people. And people are saying Nas is one of the greatest you're fucking deaf. You have you have hearing issues. What do you give Nostradamus on ten? A three? Three. I was generous. I gave it a four. Okay. But Yeah, no, it's you, a guy like me is gonna look at the back of the CD and be like, Havoc is on there, Mob Deep is on there. There's Timbaland production. LES again, because you've been working with LES since the beginning. You're like, I'm excited. I'm not gonna take this away from the guy, for sure. He kept it authentic hip-hop again he wasn't going commercial at all with this album no because he botched it on i am so like you're going back to let i'm going street i'm for the people i'm from i'm i'm, I'm for queensbridge you know there's other queensbridge rappers coming out there's other queens rappers yeah, coming yeah. out i'm doing this for my authentic hip-hop fans he, dude we can't take it away from him. A lot of other rappers sure. were going in different lanes, commercial yeah, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. working with different artists. He didn't do that, and he kept it authentic, hip-hop. But keeping it authentic is very, like, that's on you if you can't do it well. Exactly. This was your game. This was, you You did this on Elmatic, and you continued somewhat on It Was Written. Now you had a shit commercial album. You're going to go back to your recipe, and you're going to fuck that up too. Yeah. No. Unacceptable. Something very important that you need to know about 1999, and I am in Nostradamus, Nas did not keep up with the times. He did not keep up with the times. At all. 
Man, Swiss Beats was hot. Why the fuck didn't you get a Swiss Beats album? But not keeping up with the time seems Beats, to sorry. be a nice thing. Not keeping up with the time is a nice thing. Couldn't make a hit on this album. No. It's like, not, okay, but let's let's move on. But I, ju- I just need to say one more thing because yeah. we're getting to a bigger album yeah. next. Where, like, how are you picking your featurings? There's that. Is it... And I spoke about this with Kenny. And Nas is supposed to be one of the greatest hip-hop artists at this time. Do not people want to work with him? He's not beefing with Jay-Z right now, I don't think. He's about to. He's about to, but like... It's like, fuck, man. You could pick so many... Featurings. I think he would, He wanted to be front and center. As he wanted to be the rapper up front. Look at the featuring he chose. Diddy, not a rapper. DMX. We explained that too in our in our season one. Not really a, a rapper by craft. But he he was killing it in, in 1999. The guy was yeah yeah, yeah but he was not, a bigger rapper than Nas at that point. But what I mean is he doesn't pick the featurings of guys. He wouldn't pick a med, like he was a fucking great friend to Ray and Ghost. Yeah. But he didn't put them on these albums because they danced circles around him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's why he didn't put them exactly. But there's a clear selection of who he's putting on his albums. He's a big. He was a friend of Big's. Mm-hmm. I don't see a collab. No. Well, they did have that beef saying that's. Well, today there was a video saying how Nas was smoked out in the studio. He couldn't record. <laughs> but again, what I'm saying is. You were friends with all these guys. Okay, Scarface. Scarface is the closest thing that comes to being a better, well, is a better rapper on his album. Yep. But everyone else Nas puts on his albums so far need to be below him. But where the fuck is your AZ? You've been working with AZ since Illmatic. But it didn't work, the firm album. But AZ is incredible. Yeah. But your album with him didn't work, so why should I bring you back? Doesn't make sense. And you could again, you can work with so many different producers, but you're not working with the right producers. You're not keeping up with the times. So we gotta we gotta go to the next album now because we said this was we set up crap. This was two thousand one, still Matic. First thing that I'm gonna say is he needed to remind you again. <laughs> Illmatic Part 2, Stillmatic, right? I guess, yeah. Again. Again. to remind them who I am. <laughs> Again. But I'm going to say, listening to this album, I, yeah. I listened to it at least two, three times since last Friday. Yeah. This was good. This was good. This was good. I was, ex- I was, I was amped. You know why it was good? I felt like I was listening to it for the first time. He was. He came back, and he did something. This was. This was good. Look, I, I've never been so excited to hear this album in my life. <laughs> when we were doing this exercise, and I had to sit through "I Am" and "Nashodamus," I was like, "Fuck." You said you skipped some of those songs, though. On "I Am" and "Nashodamus," I, I am. I didn't skip on "Nashodamus." I was like, "Fuck this! I gotta start." Okay. Cool. Speeding this up. But after three average albums, he was getting eaten alive, man. He had to. He he was finally forced to change the recipe. Yeah. It didn't work. You have to switch it up now. And again, I don't think he's keeping up with the times, but he did a better job. You're right. He 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 did did a a better better job. job. He did a better job. The intro was strong. Yep. Ether Ether. is ether, yeah. Ether was 
And you know how I feel about Ether. Yeah. As an adult now, I'll say that Jay did better than him as an adult. Jay was more mature about it. Yeah. But Ether is the beef song. Ether, Ether is, is the beef track. I mean... You can't, you can't get a better beef song. No. But he came on that and he came strong. And hold on a second. He put that as song two on the album. So he came out with an intro. Yep. And then he just smashed you in the face with that Ether. But he was destroying them on it. Destroying yeah. them. He called out Cormega as well. Mm-hmm. A couple of shots at Prodigy. He's beefing with people from Queens, Queensbridge now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, he wants to... What he did with this album was he wanted to show you that he was number one. I'm here for a reason. I probably gave you two shit projects. You leaked my shit. But now it's time for me to tell you I'm Nas. And I put out Elmatic. Right? And <laughs> yeah. I could do it again. So I want to do it again. The songs are good on this. Yeah, the it's pro- far from perfect. There's still some filler on it. Somebody gave this a five. I can't remember which magazine, which something gave this a five it's star. It's possible because it was, it was a good comeback. He, he it was the first time he had something to prove, and he, he, he yes, he didn't rise to that to the ilmatic level, but he came. He rose to the occasion. Yep. He had to prove it on this album, and he did. First time he's working with Salam Remy also. Yeah. On this, uh, large professor is back. DJ Premier is back. The usual suspects. You know, but like, the, you, you, you see what he didn't do on I Am and Nostradamus? The production value. Yeah, but the production value on this album, we got to be fair, didn't age. No. It, it sounds did. very much like a... I would say this album, it was a 2001 album, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like a late 90s album. He's always late to the party. Yes. He never Agreed. does... What's current? If you would have came out with this in 98, 99, yeah. I would have said, boom. Yeah. Thank you, Nas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Y- you're, you, you have never been more spot on in this fucking podcast that he's late for the project. He's, he's late always, to the... He's always. You know, like if this would have came out earlier, you would have fucking killed everybody. Yeah. But there is some great songs on this. Absolutely. Got Yourself a Gun. Yeah. Uh, One Mic. One Mic is, yeah. Uh, the Flyest with AZ. I love yes. that yeah. song. Uh, my country, premier, yeah, my country's great. There's another premiere song higher up uh, on this album. The premiere he produced, Second Childhood. Yeah, he's what's worked, after Second Childhood? Uh, Destroy and Rebuild, and then it's the flyest rule. My country, what goes around comes around. There's a bunch of tracks. It's Destroy and Rebuild's an underrated track. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, you're the man's a great song, great beat. I really like still, Ma- still Matic the yeah. intro. Yeah, it is. But this guy was going up. But now it's time where you see it in the air, Nas versus Jay Z. Yeah. Nas versus Jay Z, Blueprint mm-hmm. versus Still Matic. Mm-hmm. He's calling him out, saying. Why did you name your album Blueprint when it was already done by KRS One and Boogie Down Productions? Mm-hmm. He's fucking. He's here. I want to be the best. I'm Nas. I want to be the best. Yeah, but it's also it was also a weak way to go. At, like I mean, he had no choice. The thing is that Nas is a guy, man. This is this is something that he, he brings up later. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm. I'm jumping ahead to. 
the next album, but on God's Son, he goes, like, on God's Son, he tells you, I was friends with Big, I was friends with Ray, I was friends with Ghost. They weren't friends with each other. I borrowed from both of them. Yeah. But on your last album, you called out Jay-Z for taking something from Karis. Yeah. I find his fucking ways are petty. Yep. He's corny in that way that he doesn't, he like, he, he doesn't stick to his guns. Mm-hmm. He'll call you out for doing something and he'll do the, he'll admit yeah. to the same shit. Yeah. I just jumped to Godson and I didn't want to do that because. Because we have another album in between real quick that we need to talk about. Another album in between. What do you give Stomatic on 10? Seven. Oh, okay. You? Eight. Really? Yeah, I give Stomatic an eight. Okay, cool. Again? Late to the party. Late to the party, but I think now that we're 20 years later, it's easier to forgive. Did it come out in 98? Did it come out in 01? Who gives a shit, right? Do you think he had something to prove on this album? I said he did. Okay. I said he had something to prove and he finally rose to the occasion. Do you think if he did not have the beef with Jay-Z, it would have been as this good, this album? It would have been this good? Uh, it would have been less... There would have been less attention on it for because sure. he comes hard on this album. He's 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 yeah yeah he's he going to, in. He had to do so. Yeah, it's a different Nas than you than what you've heard. No, if you didn't have the beef, no. Okay, the lost tapes. A lot of leaked songs from I Am and Nostradamus. Apparently, not many from Nostradamus. Maybe Very few. Okay, and some tracks that were just stillmatic. That weren't because there was some songs that were supposed to be on stillmatic. The one with Alchemist. Yeah. Was supposed to be on Stillmatic. This is uh, one of Nas's stronger bodies of work. Alchemist, Rock Wilder, Les again for the millionth time. Uh, Derek D. Dot like. Kanye produces the last track too. Yes, very true. So, it was a good besides. Extras comp. But I, you know what this showed. This showed that he doesn't need to overdo it. Yeah. With the 16 tracks, trying to sound poppy, trying to sound, you know, you know how to make music. And it showed also. And you make good music. Yeah. Stop pushing the envelope. It doesn't work for And you. it showed that if you would have kept these songs on I Am, you might have had a better album. Maybe. Did you know that I Am got good ratings? It got average ratings. Some of the people were giving it, it 7 on yeah, 10, 8 on 10s. Yeah, I mean. You know why, right? Lyrics. Lyrics. Hip-hop, hip-hop is a very lyric-oriented genre, for sure, but... We can't, for, we can't uh, put aside the production. But anyways, enough with that. There was some good stuff on this. Purple was a track that I used to listen to, taking the bus to school, wherever the hell I was going, the PNF bus. I used to listen to that on repeat. Mm-hmm. But this was good. This was nice. This was, was good. This was, this was fresh. Do we consider it an album? I think it's fair. We put it in the rankings. We, were, we, cons- we looked at it. Yeah. I'd give this an 8 on 10. 8 on 10? Yeah. I give it a 7 on 10 as well. It's so like the two stomatic. albums that I like more. Yeah. You like a, a one score less. Next album, Godson Across the Belly. I prove you lost already. Shitty album title. <laughs> okay. Shit. But. I didn't mind the album title. I, I find it was. Uh, it's It continues to be 
Corny hits the tattoo on his stomach. Fuck you. <laughs> but the music in this. You, I, I listened to it twice going back. Yeah. You made me listen to it a third time. Yeah. Because there's still the corny undertones. It's something I continue to define Nas by, the word corny. There Especially is. now that we're like, like we're in his first 10 years of music, I could say a lot of it is corny. Exception nomadic. Very corny and but cheese. But I do think it struggles to be consistent, this album. Big time. But I do think it's his best since Omatic. Whoa. I do. At this point in his career. I'm I'm good. I, w- I want to run down just the f- the way the album starts. You want to go through the track list real quick on this one? Real quick, list. because I think we need to, because when you pop this in for the first time, you're j- you're you're blown away way more than you were with Stillmatic. Way the first three, the opening the, three tracks are incredible, insane. Get down, you're just like whoa, yeah, fuck, okay. The cross Eminem beat, which is crazy, yeah, because you do not expect that. No, and then probably, <sighs> yeah, probably my top three. Favorite Nas songs of all time, mm-hmm. including the remix, made you look. Yeah. You're like, whoa. Yeah. This guy's coming. This guy's coming. Like, hold on a second. Hey, Nas. You're, you're, you're. The song called Hey Nas on the album. Yeah. You're coming up with the times. Yeah. You fuck. It's about time. Yeah. It's about time you are fucking coming up with the times. On the next track is when he says. The whole thing about him being friends with Ghost, friends yeah. with Ray, friends with Big, borrowing from all of them. I like he that This is Jay-Z on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> the track after that? Uh, the last, the next track after that is Zone Out, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. What What does that remind you of? To me? Yeah. When I was listening to it, I was like, uh, trying to be like a dipset type thing. I was going to say trying to be Sankonia. Oh, because of the beat. that. Yes, because of the beat. Yes. So again, That's lead to the party. Salam, Remy. Next. Uh, we have Hey Nas. Pop song. Yeah. It's all right. That reminded me of a f- like what could have been a failed track from Harlem World. Yes. He tried that. Yeah. He tried the bad boy stuff again. Yeah. Uh, the next song, I don't care how positive yeah. it is, how... It was all over the place, how we talked about it in school, how I think it's like, honestly, for the positivity and what it was structured around, wonderful. But fuck, does it sound cheesy. Absolutely. Fuck, does it... Like, again, we sound like idiots saying this, but he did a good thing with by doing this he song. He did, he did. But fuck, does it sound cheesy. Yeah, I don't like I can. No. After that, we have Book of Rhymes produced by Alchemist. Yeah. So this song, I have, a, I have something to say. Yeah. Because I don't think it's one of Alchemist's strongest beats. No. But I don't no, think it's no. terrible. I think what's corny about this song mm-hmm. is that he reads you a bunch of rhymes and then he's like, like, fuck it. I wrote that. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Next rhyme. And he goes, that's a corny concept again. Mm-hmm. Because 
he thought they were good enough to put there. Yeah. But he's writing them off saying like, I wrote this shit. Like, this is garbage. Fuck this. No, yep. you thought it was good. You recorded it and you put it here. Yep. And the next track, Tug's Mansion. Look. Those three tracks back to back, the same fucking word I used, corny. Hey, hey, Nas, I really hope one day you listen to my podcast. But fuck, you have to have been the stupidest person to really pick a beat like that to pay homage to Tupac and have Tupac as a featuring. The worst, worst. It, it reminds me too much of like one of those like... Worst. He died, we gotta be soft. Worst, 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 worst fucking beat to pick. You know what? All the Nas fans are probably gonna fucking throw darts at me and... Nah. But that's the fucking worst. You could you could have done something so much better with that. But the rest of the album after that is good. Yeah, Mastermind, Warrior Song. They're good uh, songs. Revolutionary Warfare, Warfare. They're good songs. I like that song. Revolutionary Warfare. I really like that song. So what do you uh, give God's... Do you want to say anything else about God's song? No. What do you want to give this album on 10? Six. Six. If okay. I was listening to just the first three songs, I would have given it a 10. Okay. But I'm giving it a six. Okay. I got another eight. This Fuck. was Nas's best period. When he bounced back from Nostradamus, again, Illmatic is Illmatic, but the best period of Nas's career to me was the Jay-Z beef till the end of God's Yeah, because he went hard for the Jay-Z beef. Yeah, so Stillmatic, Lost Apes, God's Son, that to me is, is if you want to get into more Nas, that's what you need. Next album, Double Disc, Street Disciple. So we already said some albums are way too long for Nas albums. Yeah. A double album by Nas. Do you, like, nobody needs a double album by Nas. No. It's not his worst album, but it's fucking long. And yep. it does, for me, zero to his catalog. Hey, honestly, there are some really great songs on this. Yeah. Uh, but. I don't have much to say on this album. Me neither. To me, I'll go right ahead, five on ten, that's it. I'm going to give it a 5 on 10. I have as nothing well. else to say. Yep. Uh, what year was Street's Disciple? Street's Disciple was 2004. Hip hop was at a different place in 2004. Oh, yes. The South. Between 01, yeah. The South. The you, South was come making, making a huge, yeah. huge, huge. If I can say it again, huge fucking taking over radio, yeah. clubs. And what did Nas do? He put out a fucking double album. Stick to the authenticity. Hey, I am not taking but that he stepped ever away, away from, from it. But he stepped away from it a bit. For a while, he did something just different enough yeah. to sound good. Mm -hmm. But how did he not catch that we don't need two albums of it? Yeah. Next album... Finally, he decided... When you pray, you get. You were praying for this? I wasn't praying for it. it I think finally he decided to get with the times. Finally de delivered. Finally delivered with the times. I think this is amazing. Production is put first on this album? Yep, 110%. He, what year was this? This was 2006. So, two years apart? You said, oh, four? Yeah. Two years apart. Very different album. The production value is incredible on this. This, to me, is when the new Nas starts. Yeah. 
the final Street's disciple is old Nas. Yeah. Hip hop is dead. Is the new Nas. Nas? Yeah. No more beef with Jay Z. You have a Jay Z featuring on this. Yeah. I think they could have done better. This question. Ah, uh, but it's interesting that song because they're each telling you what they contributed to the death of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. There is an issue on this album. Yeah. I like this album a lot, but there is an issue on it. He's still fucking complaining. But what else do you want him to say? Yeah, but Steve, it's never... Like, now he's whining that hip-hop has evolved too much. Steve, and he's can, off the radar you again. Can't, you can't ask too much. You can't ask too much. At this point, you got to take what you get. And if he did... He did a great job on this. He came out strong yeah. on this. Man, the production, Dr. Dre, Will I Am, Scott Storch, It's About Time. This album is one of his most consistent. Very throughout. consistent. Very consistent. He actually produces a song on this. Uh, Salam Remy, like Kanye West. Mm-hmm. He, put, he, he went up with the times and said, it's a, I need to do something. I need to be relevant. This is where Nas is like, I need to be relevant. By complaining that he's not relevant in that hip hop is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, corny. You okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Yeah. You think this is this album is corny? I yeah. think this is one of Nas's best work. What do you give it on ten? Yeah. What am I gonna give this on ten? Yeah. You're gonna be very super surprised, my friend. Okay. Because I'm giving this album on ten. Yeah. A eight on ten. Very nice. I give this a seven. You give it a seven? Yeah. Fuck, we don't know how to agree on each other with each other. Huh? But we agreed fine. on the fives. We agreed <laughs> yeah. on a couple of fives. But no, I give this a seven. Hip hop is dead. But look, the ones I gave eights, you gave sevens, right? Yeah. I give this a seven. Money over bullshit. Great way to start your yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. Money over bullshit. Carry on tradition. Oh. What's the third track? Uh, Carry on tradition is for is the third track. You can't kill me is the second track. I really like yeah. that song. Uh, hip hop is dead. Great single. Where are they now? Great single. Who killed it? When he's doing that, like oh, when he changes up his flow. Yeah. Yeah. When his storytelling is just fucking amazing. Black Republicans, a great track with yes. Jay-Z, I find. Not going back. Still dreaming with Kanye Amazing West. Amazing track. Amazing track. Hold down the block. No, it's a great album. This Blunt Ashes, Let There Be Light. People Play- don't think this is a great album, though. What the fuck? People say this is an average album at best. What, what do people want? What do they want? He, he's keeping up with the times, man. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. On he's this album, di- he using did. different producers for once, for finally. 2006, it sounds like Nas 2006. It does, it does. I think this is a good album. I think this is a very good album. Oh, I'm very happy with this album. I gave it was written a seven, so. Hustlers Imagine. featuring the game. Yeah. A Dr. Dre production in 2006. It's like, he's picking, he's, he's like, look, I got what I had to get off my chest at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm still complain, but I'm going to go dig deeper and do something different because I need to update myself. Yeah. He's updating himself. Yeah. Are we going to the next album right away? Or you have something else? Will I Am I've, production on this was great. Yeah, the the hip hop. Like I said, that's his be- Like that's one of his best singles. I think Hip Hop Is Dead is one of my favorite Nas tracks ever. Top oh, for sure. Five for me. For sure. Top five. For sure. Nine, I shouldn't say top five. Maybe top ten. And ne- then the, the next album was 
untitled in 2008, right? Yes, a lot of controversy, like you had said before. It was a lot of controversy. Uh, the Fox News things, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. I hate to say this. To this day, this is his most relevant album for all the wrong reasons. Yep. Listening to this album in 2020. Yep. I was going to say that, but you fucking took the words right out of my mouth. Man, when I got to this album and I was listening to it, I was like, fuck, man. Yeah. We were addressing this 12 years ago. And it's fucking still happening. And it's still a big issue. Yeah. So the music itself on it, to me, musically. Yeah. Beats inconsistency again. Where do you find it's inconsistency? Because I find the end of the album after the Buster Rhyme song Fried Chicken. I think there's a lot of filler. Okay. I think that the the opening of the album is good. The first two tracks he mm-hmm. used he used the track there. Can't stop us now. That RZA used in the same year on Digi Snacks. Yeah. yeah. And then there's two tracks that should take your attention. The one with Game and Chris Brown, I think, is garbage. Hero, yeah, I like that no, song. Hero, I like. Wait, Heroes with Carrie w- Hilson. Okay, no, it's um, yes, it's Heroes the excellent. make the world go round yes. with Chris Brown in the game. Uh, I'm to a sucker for trash. that song. You like that song? I'm, I'm a v- big sucker for that song. I find "Breathe" sounds like a Lupe Fiasco song, a Lupe Fiasco remake, mm-hmm. and I think that that song sounds weak. And then you get "Hero" right after. Am I right? Yeah. Then I think you get Sly Fox, Testify, America, Sly Fox, Testify. Then there's that middle part of the album that's really strong, that's yeah. powerful. That's where all the political stuff is. But man, the production, Mark Ronson. Yeah. Who the fuck was working with Mark Ronson at that time? Not many people. He was more like a singles and club artist, I think. Yeah. I really like this album. It's, it's good. I find, I, like I said, I find it open strong. I find there's a couple of tracks. That Queens Get the Money, produced by Jay Electronica. Great, yeah, great track. Then you, it kind of drags. And picks up, like you said. The middle part, strong. Yeah. Uh, I'd say up until Fried Chicken with Busta Rhymes, great song. And then I find you get a bit of, let's try and force this to 15 tracks. It's relevant. Unfortunately, yes. And the message he's, he's going forth with is important. So I want to, before we get into the next album, okay? People need to go listen to this album because what he is talking about. Yeah. It's a good album to go listen to for sure right now. It's an important You'll album learn, to go yeah, listen sure. to. I, yeah. Because he's touching on things in, in 2008 that people were just not touching at all. People were ignoring it more than, yeah, people were ignoring it. And to be a Nas fan and to, know, and, and to say that you know his catalog and he's one of the greatest... The guy was talking about things that people were scared to talk about mm-hmm. on albums. Whether you look at the cover yeah. of the album, the track list, yeah. and the subject matter, yeah. nobody was doing that at that time. Maybe besides Dead Prez, yeah, and the Talib qualities, but the, Nas, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nas went deep into it, and it started so much controversy. Like you said, they did not want to sell it at Walmart. Yeah. Fox News got involved. It, it was just, let's fucking throw darts and rocks at Nas because of what he's trying to teach people. Yeah. And it sucks. But if you like hip-hop, if you like Nas, and you're trying to understand and want to learn something, yeah. I'm going to say this. You need to listen to this album. Yeah. 
point final. On to the next one. What do you give it on ten? This one I give it a you don't I, I don't think you like when I do point fives. Do what you want. But I'm giving want. it a seven point five. Seven point five is cool. Yeah. I'm giving it a six. So the music alone to me is a six. But the powerful message makes me give it that extra boost of it needs to be heard. And again the, Like I said, the powerful stuff on this album is 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 very good. Yeah. It's very good. The, the musically it drags. Instrumentally, there's no, there's nothing interesting on the bottom half. Yeah, yeah, and I could agree with you that, and I could agree with you on the instrumental part. So you're giving it a six. I give it a six. Seven point five for me. Okay. Next album. Well, can we talk about this album? Is it part of discography? I put it in Distant Relatives with Damien Marley. Yeah, it's a fun album. I don't think it's essential to his or Damien's catalog. No, but it's it was big when it came out. It was very popular. They toured together. Yeah. Uh, I don't like collaborative albums in general, so I listen to it very loosely. I loved As We Enter when it as came out. As We Enter is great. Uh, I'm not very critical of this album. It's fun. It's fun and just... That's all I got. I'm going to leave it at that. Six on ten for me. Six on ten as well. Next up. Yep. Life is Good. 2012. Yep. Uh, we were waiting for this when it came out. Remember? We there was hype. The singles were good. Singles were good. Nasty. The Dawn. Daughters. Yeah. I never think. I would never think that I would have a daughter. To be honest with you. Yeah. I never think that I could be able to, fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah no. When I heard Dig it too, deep I was in. Like, oh, no. Yeah, that's cool. And now it's relevant to me. Uh. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. The first half of the album. Mm-hmm. Till about, I would say, because there's no introduction, Locomotive with Large Professor, Thank You God for that album, uh, for that song. Mm-hmm. A Queen Story. Yeah. My favorite song on the album. Do you find this album is uh, orchestral in a way? It's almost like a play. Yes. Yes. But I want to just get to my point. Yeah. Accidental Murderers with Ricky Rose. Mm-hmm. When those two get together on a track. I'm going to say something. About, Ross is going to come up. Incredible. Again later. Okay. Uh, production by No ID. Uh, Swiss Beats. It's about time. Buck Wild. Uh, did I say No ID? You didn't like the Swiss Beats song though. No, but again, I'm just going through the production value. Okay. I think till about the Swiss Beats track. Yeah. Summer on Smash. I love. I used to love that song. Yes, me too. Now I just find it. Cornball again. Okay. Cheesy. Yeah. It's not relevant. It's just... It does not fit the album. No, it, it doesn't. It, it, it kind doesn't of like it. puts him to an... It like commercial... He tried to make a summer hit. Yeah, exactly. And remember, oh, when, remember when we saw him on Oshiaga, he opened up with that song. Really? I yeah. I remember that. And then I was just turned off right off the bat. The first time I'm seeing Nas... Before it started pissing rain. The first time I'm seeing Nas, you're coming out with Summer on Smash on first, and it's fucking raining. You should have fucking changed right before you came on stage. But anyway, the first time I ever saw Nas was for the Untitled tour. He came out to Hip Hop Is Dead. Maybe that's why I like that song that really? much. Just going back real quick. But. Uh, there's like a couple of tracks in the middle, then the Dawn, which mm-hmm. I loved. Yeah. The the Dawn was his first no second single. I'm a liar. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, Jesus Christ, yes. Yeah. Finally, yeah, he, brought, he came hard. He came, he brought his A game, and it was lyrics. 
he he made a he made a single and it fucking sounded good for Nas. And then I just find like after Cherry Wine, it just okay. He, he just this album was a very personal album for him. It was, but this is this is what I'll say. Yeah. Like I said, it sounds like a play. Mm-hmm. So the end of the album sounds like the beginning of the album. The middle gets a mm-hmm. little bit nazi. Mm-hmm. I think it's his most humble album. He's the yep. most down to earth on this. He's yep. not asking you to feel bad for him. He's not. He's not trying to remind you of what he's done. Mm-hmm. I think it's his most consistent album. Really, since Elmatic. Most consistent. Most consistent. Wow. In that you could get from the top to the bottom and never feel like you lose. Even after Summer on Smash? I find. The problem is... The whole album is good. It's consistent. It flows. But there's nothing that stands out. So it just kind of sits in with the rest of his catalog. Okay. Whereas on Godson, like you say, those first three tracks kick you in the face. Mm-hmm. The middle's corny and the end is good. It lacks the consistency a bit, but the really good stuff is fucking good. Whereas this one is consistent throughout. It's never bad, but it's not spectacular either. It doesn't come get you. That's that's life is good for me. But when it came out, we loved that. Yes. And it's too long. It's a little long. It is a little long, yes. You're absolutely right. It's 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 too long. And he's talking about his relationship. A his lot divorce, yeah, on yeah. This, the second part of the album, which is probably put there for that, so we can get everything off on the first few, first half of the album, yeah, and then just talk about his relationship. Well, look at the cover. Yeah, yeah I mean, what? it's clearly it's a, it's a divorce album. Yeah. What do you give it on ten? Uh, fuck. I wanted to give it a seven. I give it a seven. I'm gonna stay with seven. I think I wanted to give it a six point five, but. I'm going to give it a seven. But you wanted to say something about Ross real quick. No, no. No? No. Srivan next. Nazir. I, you need to start with this because I'm just going to go off at the end. Okay. It's a short body of work. Mm-hmm. And there's still too much filler. Really? And this album came out in the Wyoming sessions that <laughs> Kanye was doing for himself, for Kids Goes, for Tiana Taylor. Pusha T. Pusha T. Yeah, yeah the, obviously the highlight I, I forgot to mention. On this album, the two things that stood out to me were obvious. Cop shot the kid. Everything. Even those two years later did not age well. We, didn't, we, we, we forgot to say something. Life is Good came out in 2012. It took six years to put this out. But what do you think about it? Too much stupidity around the album. Too much... Uh, he stayed in the studio with him for two months. Oh, he stayed in the studio with him for one week. Oh, uh, Kanye West and Nas weren't in the same room. Oh, Nas was just laying out verses. He was playing the Kanye hype game. Okay. I'm going to be straight off. And people are going to hate the fuck out of me for this. A lot of people don't like this album and hate it. And say it should not be a Nas album. Yeah. I think you should go fuck yourself because I really like this album. That's fine. I really enjoy this album. You know why? How many songs? Seven? Mm-hmm. Seven Nas songs. I like the production. Mm-hmm. I found it was different to what he's used to doing. Mm-hmm. Cop Shot the Kid is great with the Slick Rick sample. Mm-hmm. 
Nas is tapping into things he doesn't usually do with the dream. Yeah. The girl, I don't know what her name is, 070 something, but... Shake, whatever. But, fuck, he's doing things he was never doing. I don't know what people expect. Okay, I understand. Well, we, said, we said throughout this whole episode what we expect. Six years later, just fucking take it. It's fucking good. I think it, I mean, to me, I've got this out of five on ten. Five on ten? Five on ten. I don't think this is essential to his catalog. I don't think it does anything for his catalog. Is it because of Kanye? Is it because the fucking whole bullshit with Kanye and the way this album rolled out? No, I just don't think that anything on here is is relevant to Nas. Is it because... It's like there's a Pusha T album, there's a Kanye album, there's a Kanye and Kitsy... Kitsy Ghost? Fuck is his name? Uh, Kid Cudi. There's a Kanye and Kid Cudi album. And there's a Nas album? Uh, These Wyoming sessions were organized and like Pusha T puts out an album, Kanye puts out an album, Thing puts out an album with, I fucking forgot his name again. Uh, Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi and Kanye put out an album and a Nas album? You know what? Where did he, when did he get the phone call? But the problem with that is, Steve, is that it's like there's so much around making a fucking album and just the Kanye bullshit that it just pe- turned people off. But, but Steve, it's like saying like, I don't know, I, I, I don't know like how to. Because people expect something from Nas, the same thing all the time. He did something different, for Christ's sake. Yeah, but it's such a weird session to jump in with Kanye when he's focusing on his artists, guys he's familiar with. But and maybe, I think maybe I'm ranking it more, I'm ranking this album two ways. I'm ranking it in Nas's catalog. And in the Wyoming sessions. Yeah, that's the problem. If I invite you over for a pizza party, <laughs> okay, and there's a cheese pizza, and there's a pepperoni and cheese pizza, and there's an all-dressed pizza, and there's a meatloaf, mm-hmm. and then there's a fourth pizza on the side. Why the fuck is there a meatloaf? Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I totally understand what you're it saying. It doesn't fit with the theme of the Wyoming. Now, that aside, in Nas's catalog, it still doesn't fit with the continuity of Nas's catalog. There's great albums, there's average albums, there's bad albums. This album to me is just... I mean, this is the case when we should have called this an EP. Because it's seven songs. And not only because it's seven songs, but it's just not... The norm. Here. That's the problem. It's not the norm. It's not the norm. Because Nas never steps out of the box. Exactly. So. And that's the problem with an artist. When you're too deep into that your catalog, that if you step out of the box, people are just going to be like, "Uh, what? can you please go back to what you were doing? I don't want to hear this. But what the fuck, man? It's like, what do we, ex- what do we want? What's the, what the fuck do we want? Well, you said it best and clearly like, You've taken this album and you've and you've enjoyed it. I think that's a good thing. I for me, this was when I stopped buying Nas albums. You didn't buy this, it's true. I huh? didn't buy Nazir. Look, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. What do you give it on ten? I'm gonna give it a six on ten. Okay, but I'm, it's enjoyable. It's okay, seven it's songs. enjoyable. It's easy. It's different. Yeah. Okay. It's easy. It's fun. It's not the norm. Okay. We always want our artists to change. Nas never changed. He changed. I like change. P- 
people after 10 albums that you don't change are going to be like, why are you changing? Just give me back what the fuck you were giving me. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I mean? I just think the content, the music itself again wasn't good to me. It's fine. It is what it is. The highlights were good, but I think again, they didn't age. Mm -hmm. There was too much Kanye. That's the problem, right? Maybe. A lot of people are going to say it's too much Kanye. He tried to make it a Kanye Nas album, yeah. So you give it a six, I give it a five. Okay. But yeah. Fucking Nas is getting really rated. Next. Lost Tapes 2. Look, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I can't get this. I can't. I couldn't get through this. It's outtakes. Yeah. I don't need them. But it just feels to me like every good Nas release has two bad ones that follow or yeah. three bad ones that follow. I give, I give Lost Tapes 2 a four on 10 straight up. Four on 10. It's at the bottom. I can't really rate it because I've gone through it twice and I've skipped most of the songs. So I'm going to give it. You know, I got to give it like a four as well. I didn't like it. No. Last week, King's Disease came out. Yes. It's a very good album. It's a very good album. He was different. He was different. He had different production, kept up with the times, kept the message clear. Stayed in in the authentic Nas, mm-hmm. but he was just flowing the way he was supposed to flow. Yeah, Hit Boy did not overproduce this album no. and do it, made it something where it didn't fit, like people were saying with the Kanye Nas. Yeah, and he's different, but keeping it authentic again. Can I say one thing though? Yeah. I think that, like you said, he kept, this album he kind of kept up with current. Mm -hmm. I think what's really sad is that it's too late. Into his career? Yeah. I think for Nas to be relevant again, it's done. So for us, we keep track on it, we pay attention, but I I do think that, unfortunately, his time's passed. And he's going to keep putting out albums that might be good, that might be average, but to break out again, it's done. So no matter how relevant and how current this album sounds, because it does sound very current, hip-hop is not in that place anymore. It is what it is, but it's very enjoyable. It's a very good album. This is an album I'm going to go back to throughout the whole year. Yeah. For sure. There's one thing to point out, though. Yeah. Life is Good was an album we did that with. And now today we felt differently. So we're rating this very early. Length as well. Don't yeah. forget because this is 38 minutes. Yeah. Did you notice uh, on the track with Anderson Pack how he's rhyming? Yeah. Rick Ross? Yep. I he's knew borrowing you I... again. He's showing you who recently inspired him, who he's into. He said that he's into Rick Ross around the life is, yeah. life is good. Had him on the album. Yeah, and Rick Ross had him on his mixtape and his album. Yeah. So, you know. There's a mutual respect. But but if if those guys came out with an album together, it would probably be fucking good. Ten songs, bang. That'd be cool, yeah. But, like, King's Disease, the intro, uh, Blue Benz, Car 85, Ultra Black fits the album perfectly. As a single, maybe not as much, but in the album... In that no, it's spot, perfect. it's perfect. To me, this is an album with no singles. Yeah. But but you need all great th- tracks. 
27 Summers, where he raps differently. Yeah. Uh, Replace Me, great song. Uh, Till the War is Won, featuring Lil Dirk. Shout out to Each One Teach One podcast. That's very, very happy for that, guaranteed. He's a fan? Yes. Uh, All Bad, Anderson Pack, The Definition, Brucey B, Full Circle, With the Firm, AZ, Foxy Brown, Cormega. Yeah, yeah, yeah good track. Uh, no Nature, unfortunately, but fucking hearing Cormega on that and AZ, who could still rap, is fucking incredible to me. 10 Points, The Cure, and the uh, Spicy Song with... Uh, Bonus track, yeah. yeah with, I didn't uh, count that to my record. No, but it's not overproduced. It's not. It's not trying it's to a go really good, too it's a left. It's really good album. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with what I got. I was excited. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. And you can't I went go into in. this album feeling like, oh, fuck, I got to listen to a new Nas album. <laughs> and I left very pleased. So go listen to King's Disease. Yeah. What do you give it on 10? You don't know. You didn't King's Disease it. on 10 right now yeah. is a 7. Oh. You? An 8. Fuck, uh, you have more 8s for Nas than me. Yeah. I guess I'm the hater. Um are we doing but I said a lot more. Like I was, I went in on what I. Yeah. Are we going uh, doing our top five non-illmatic real quick? So illmatic is the automatic one. We're gonna give you our top fives that aren't illmatic. Yeah. We asked on our uh, Instagram, what is the best Nas album that isn't illmatic? Yeah. The answers were all Godson. All of them. Really. Yeah. Really. Okay. You? Okay, go. You, do you want me to do my top five first? Yeah, I want you to do your top five, please. Number five, Nas album that's not Illmatic, Hip Hop is Dead. Okay. Number four, Nas album that is not Illmatic, King's Disease. Mm-hmm. Number three, Nas album that's not Illmatic, Lost Tapes. Mm-hmm. Number two album that's not Illmatic, Stillmatic. Okay. And number one, I'm with the people, man. Godson. Really? It was going into this exercise. I shifted a bit. And coming back to it at the end, I was like, no, this is this is the best for me that's not Illmatic. Fuck. It opens strong, like I said. You get the Nas corniness. As much as I defined it as a negative trait, it's something that very much comes with Nas. The corniness. That middle part... It's corny, but not as corny as the I Am's and Nashadamas. So you get a good, you get a good sense of how corny Nas could be, and then the, the end of the album I think is pretty strong. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I'm on the spot. Number five, Untitled. Okay. Number four, King's Disease. Okay. Number three. Stillmatic. Number two, Hip Hop is Dead. Okay. And you know my number one. It was written. Written. Okay. I think that's fair. But you gave the Lost Tapes an eight. Yeah. And it's not on your five. But I kind of don't consider that as a discography. Okay, that's fine. I mean, look, it's... That's just me. Because if we're going like deep into that... Queensbridge Finest Project that he did with all the Queensbridge artists mm-hmm. and the mixtape he did with DJ Green Lantern were amazing. Yeah. Those were great. Sure. Uh, the Queensbridge Finest Project, if you just want 
different artists, strictly Queensbridge, Prodigy, uh, so many different artists on there. It's just, that was crazy to me. I bought it as soon as it, I could find it. That That's something that got discontinued super quick. Mm-hmm. And I found the project thanks to Eric Robida who found it for me. Uh, but yeah, that, that was crazy. But yeah, that's my, I, I like Lost Tapes is, I, I don't know, I can't put it in the discography. I don't know why. How do you conclude this project? What did you learn? How do you feel? What did you... As I always knew, Nas, top tier MC, mm-hmm. great lyricist, amazing lyricist, because the fucking guy could rhyme and flow, and he just, he has really a lot of trouble making songs, Yeah, making hits, uh, being consistent, uh, structuring an album, picking producers, being relevant at times. Mm-hmm. The message is there. The message is clear. It just, he doesn't keep up with the times. Uh, he struggles to keep up with the times. He struggles. Elmatic was too much of a great, perfect project to the point where he struggled to keep up. And he kind of tried to overdo himself yep. most of the times and always wanted to keep going back to that Elmatic. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't. It just didn't didn't make sense. Uh, he, the guy keeps it authentic. I've been saying it throughout this whole episode. He did what he had to do for the culture. Yeah. There's just a lot. Like, to me, when I rank my artists, they need to give me more than one great, if not near perfect album. Mm-hmm. So and, more than one? Yes. And to me... He would be in my top 15, 20 artists. But most probably not because of his albums, just because of an MC being an MC, being able to rhyme. I would say top 20. Okay. Your turn. What did you learn? I learned that uh, looking at my rankings, having Stillmatic, Lost Tapes, King Disease... Ilmatic at the automatic number one for mm-hmm. me. I mean, to me, less is more for Nas. Mm-hmm. I don't want the long albums. Give me the 38 minutes, King's Disease, 39 minutes, Ilmatic. Yeah. Exception of Nazir, which I don't think worked as a project. I realize that what I like about Nas a lot is that. Um, unlike a lot of hip hop guys, every, in hip hop, you're you're there's a lot of emphasis on originality. Mm-hmm. He's not scared to show you who inspired him. He's carrying the torch for people that are doing well, yep. even though he's considered one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. I think that's very respectable. Pays homage too. He pays homage. I don't like that he reminds us a lot of who he is and what he com- what he achieved with Ilmatic, because other than that, there's not much catalog that's worth calling classic or that's worth, mm-hmm. you know, we went through his catalog. We said what's good. We said what's bad. But nothing beat 8 on 10 for me. No. so Me neither, right? Right. So stop reminding us about Illmatic. Like I said, we get it. You put out a great album. Other people have put out many great albums. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that because of his rap style and the time period in which Illmatic came out. Now, we're going to take Jay-Z out of this because Jay-Z and Nas are related because of a beef. But they shouldn't mainly. be. But but they are. 
The other five, the other four MCs that you hear in a five with Nas are Biggie, Tupac, Big Pun, Big L, Nas. In a what again? Sorry. If I give you five guys from that era, yeah, New York, people that conquered hip hop, Biggie, well, Pac not New York, Big L, Big Pun, Nas. Jay Z, no. I said Jay Z. Oh, we yeah, talk about him because of the beef and the the reasonable yeah, yeah, doubt yeah, yeah, yeah. sample. Okay. Biggie, Pac, Pun, L, Nas. That's five. Mm-hmm. These guys are all dead. <laughs> we get two albums from Big. We get maybe a handful of albums from Pac to compare. Big Pun has one classic. Big L has one classic. And we remember them but because it, that's what yeah. they have. Uh-huh. But Nas lived that era. He came out of it. He continued making music. And unfortunately, that's why we, as hip-hop heads, look at Nas and say he's got the one classic, but there's nothing else that follows. Yeah. We don't know. Big and Pac, great, great MCs. But we don't know that the third big album, uh, Biggie album would have been good. We don't know that future pun releases would have been good. We don't know that future L releases would have been good. We don't know. Nas is an example of a guy that yeah. it just didn't it didn't continue. Well, Biggie went over to sophomore slump for sure. Biggie survived the sophomore slump. Yeah. But some rappers did mm-hmm. and then fell off. Yeah. I don't think because you because you release a great sophomore album that you're in the clear. Mm-hmm. And the impact that Biggie's album, second album had, he had just been killed. So the critics were, it, it created a hype. Mm-hmm. There, there's automatically a hype when an artist dies surrounding a new release. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Nas. That's the thing about Nas is that all this content followed and it didn't hold up. He lost his peers. But why do you think I Am and Nostradamus may have been weaker than previous releases. These guys were his peers. He looked up to them. Mm-hmm. They stopped putting out music to inspire him. That's true. So we're hard on his catalog. We, we, we criticize it. We're rough. But there are, I find there are other factors in Nas's catalog going back to listening and, and listening to this straight through. When does he start getting good again? Stillmatic. He needed the beef. You needed a push. Yeah. Streets Disciples sucked. Hip Hop Is Dead was good. Who did he start working with? The Kanye's. The up and coming guys. Yeah. It was inspiration again. Yeah, and he kept up with the times. He needed to keep up with the times. He had no choice to guy. Right. So why do we, why maybe was that I am Nostradamus period? Why did that kill him? Yeah, but he had the DMXs, he had the Jay-Zs, he had the Ray and Ghost, he had the Wu-Tangs, he had all But he was guys. also very focused at the time to only use himself as the yeah. elite MC on his albums. Yeah, because he, 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 they gave him these props at the beginning, so he wanted to always be better than everybody else, and he knew he could do it yeah. with the project he came out with. Yeah. So. Anyway. That, that, that's that's something I realized when I was doing this. The New York guys that were big around then and Pac include I include Pac in that because he was big at that time. There's not enough 
like we they're they're icons because they died young. But we don't know what they would have came out with. Well, Pac came out with like a six albums, seven albums, right? Yeah, but we could say easily like four or five were were good. Yeah, two, three were classics. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's hard. I think it's it's a different. Um, you know, Big L, Big L, Big L had two albums, right? Two albums. One came out after he passed. And it's not great. Oh, I love it. Okay. Big pun. The second album wasn't that good. See. So Again, you're kind that, of basing on yeah. like. That too came out after he passed, if I'm not mistaken. That's but, what I took away from this. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on a lot of those points because you're right. But you, it's just we got to stop rushing things with artists. And I get what Nas did for hip-hop. I get it, and I totally agree with it. But the, the bodies of work need to stand out. Your body of work need to make an impact. Yep, I and agree. The rhyming and all that stuff it make it plays a big big part, major part. But we got to look at the like a different angle. Like, I don't want to always go back to Jay Z, but the guy kept up with the times. Outcast, they kept up with the times. You know what I'm saying? Mob Deep to a certain extent, Rain Ghost to a certain extent, the Method Man's, all those guys, the mm-hmm. South artists. They all kept up with the times and they did good for themselves. Yeah. So anyways, again, we can look, be looked at as Nas haters. But I don't we, think we were Nas but, haters. But, but we're dissecting the artist. And I think we do a good job by, like, you know, pointing the finger in a good way, but just letting, making the, the, the listeners understand the artist. We're not we're and not, peeling back, and we're peeling back the skins. We're not easy on artists. Well, no. we're not easy on artists. I mean, but it's the music we love, so it is what it is, right? Yeah. But please go listen to his catalog for sure, one hundred ten percent, because you learn from it. Yeah, pick and like, I mean, you might like the fours and fives that we gave, but I say essential Nas listening is Illmatic. It was written, Stillmatic, God's Son. Hip-hop is dead. You have to. Hip-hop is dead. It's fun. Lost tapes you should hear. It's all stuff that he didn't put on albums. Untitled. And King's Disease. Yeah. I'd like for people to go in the comments once this releases after people listen to it and just give us your take on Nas. Give us your top five Nas without Illmatic. Just... What do you think of Nas and his bodies of work and stuff like that? Kenny, I'm still waiting for your t- t- your top Nas albums. He's a big fan? Well, we, he he's like us. He dissects artists and goes back and listens to them. And yeah. Again, he he was... Kenny was part of the times too, right? Like he, he grew up with yeah, this yeah. stuff. He's yeah. he's older than us, so he, he was there when the albums came out. Yeah. So he'll see it from a different point of view than us of what the impact did for those those albums when they came out. Mm. So. I'm curious to see what Danny says about it because I know Nas is his favorite. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know what he thinks about this episode. Yeah, for sure. Gabu contributed some points. Always. He he agrees that there's two great Nas albums. Which ones? Elmatic and Godson. Fuck. Am and I then deaf? he says there's maybe some average ones and then the rest is 
No, Am I deaf? No, I don't think you. No, I don't. I don't. You have your opinion on. on I mean, you said it was written as the second best. Yeah. To it, me, it, it holds a special place I'm for deaf. me too, right? People think I'm deaf, so. I didn't put that in my five even. It was a seven like Hip Hop is Dead, but Hip Hop is Dead took the edge. Yep. So that's it for Nas. I think we're done. Long time coming. I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too. I'm this tired. This was an Fuck. exhausting week. Getting through those those five on tens were was long. Yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, let's go to bed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>